4: This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre.
5: Hey, what's up everybody? It's me, Jason McIntyre. Straight Fire! Monday, April 12th. Fresh off spring break. Not really much of a break. You know, we uh, talked about it a little bit on the radio show Saturday, but uh, we bounced down to the desert out here in California for a little bit. Took the podcast equipment with me. Was able to do the herd from the desert was able to do the podcast from the desert. I will say this, folks, the new media model where you can basically work from anywhere is pretty sweet. And um, I have a feeling on my next vacation, I'll be bringing the podcast equipment because there's never a dull moment with Straight Fire. Thank you again for listening. If you missed anything last week, go back and listen. March Second best month in podcast downloads that we've had since it started. When did we start? Last August? It's been quite a run. I'm extremely thankful for you guys. And today's show, listen, I don't like to consistently go after somebody, but when they keep opening themselves up, it's like the boxer who constantly drops his guard and gets knocked out. Like, that's what happens. It's just what happens. And I want to go back to Saturday night. Nets-Lakers. Remember, LeBron was hyping this game this weekend as a potential return for him and Anthony Davis. By the way, that ain't true. Not even close to happening. Okay? I'll talk to about uh, talk about that in a second. But Saturday night Nets play the Lakers. Now, the wife, uh, you know, we have family in town. The wife's like, "We need to go out to dinner just to give some distance with the fam." And so we go out to dinner, and I'm kind of following the game on my phone, Nets, Lakers, and before the game, when it was obvious that LeBron and AD were not going to play. And then it's like, Kuzma's out. Wesley Matthews is out. Mark Gasol is out. It's like, geez. What, what, what's the spread on this game? And I see it's 10.5. And I said, you know, the Nets will probably want to make a statement. I know there's no Harden, but this probably feels like a blah. And I nearly bet the game. And then ultimately, I was like, ah, hey, you know what? It's the NBA. It's April. What are you doing? I'm not giving back the winnings from March Madness. I'm not. So, you know, I was a little thrifty, didn't bet it. I'm following the game on my phone at dinner. Lakers are hanging tough. Lakers are hanging tough. And I see Kyrie Irving ejected. And I, oh, first career ejection for Kyrie Irving. I wonder what happened. So, of course, I get back Saturday night. I'm following it. And it was something went down with Schroeder. And then yesterday, Kyrie Irving jumps on social media and starts talking about The N-word. And I'm, whoa, 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 oh, this might be the answer as to what happened between Schroeder and Kyrie. And listen, we all know Kyrie Irving is different. This year, more than anything, we know Kyrie Irving is a different dude. And he writes on social media that the N-word is a derogatory racial slur. It will never be a term of endearment, reclaimed, flipped, never forget its foul and true history. Throw that N-word out the window right alongside all those other racist words used to describe my people. We are not slaves or ends. And I... Uh, on the surface, it was like, oh, this is coming out of nowhere. Wow. What, do you listen to a Jay-Z album? And then moments later, everybody on the internet starts putting it together. Oh, that must have been what Schroeder said. So everybody starts to do the lip reading. And it's like, ah... So Schroeder looks like he said it when Kyrie came up on him after. So they had, like, a a tanglement, and Schroeder was upset. Like, why aren't you guys calling this foul? They called it late after, like, the third smack from Kyrie. And then Schroeder starts clapping, and Kyrie Irving, like, runs up on him. Not runs up, but, like, goes up in his face, and Schroeder says something like, GD, and then the N-word. At least that's what all the lip readers on the internet see. And Kyrie got heated. And it was clear that that really angered Kyrie. He did not stop chirping. He got the second tech and ejected. And, folks, I just, it all went downhill from the Nets after that. The Lakers run away and beat that ass. The Lakers crushed the Nets, who are the favorites, to win the title. Lakers led by as many as 28 on the road. Now, I know KD has a minutes restriction. Again, no Harden. Once Kyrie ran out, Lakers clear advantage. Despite this being their B team. Lakers had basically their best game of the season. And they had eight guys in double figures. 19 made three-pointers. Okay? Horton Tucker, 11 assists, career high. Ben McLemore, who's been on the team for like seven minutes, hit five threes. And I'm going to say, you remember when Ben McLemore was coming out of Kansas, it was like, ooh, this guy's game is nice. Three and D, this kid can play. He goes to Sacramento where all good players go to die. And Ben McLemore becomes nothing. Uh, he might have been out of the league for a minute. I don't know, but he just floundered in Sacramento. So now he gets to the Lakers, not even with LeBron and AD yet, but with like KCP, okay, and, 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 and Harrell and the B- Lakers B-team and Ben McLemore look like a star. Quick release, flick of the wrist, five threes. I mean, it's like, wow, is he going to play in the playoffs? That's how good Ben McLemore looked. And 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 again, I don't want to crush Kyrie for this, guys, but I have been beating up on him for a while. I'm just going to total for you the last 12 months of Kyrie Irving, okay? So, 12 months ago, we we now realize that the NBA season and everything due to coronavirus is on the shelf. And there starts to be discussions about bubbling up. Kyrie Irving tried to get the players to not go to the bubble. Now, he was injured and wasn't going to play anyway. And the Nets... You know, In eight games, they were probably not going to make a run uh, to do any damage in the bubble at all. But Kyrie tried to get them not to play, and this was definitely flying in the face of LeBron's efforts to get them to play, okay? Let's fast forward to this season. Um, On the cusp of the season, he goes on Instagram Live with Kevin Durant and is like, we don't even need a coach out there, like right after they hire Steve Nash, who's never been a head coach before. Then Kyrie Irving says, ah, you know what? I'm just going to vanish for two weeks in the middle of the season. Just went away. Little siesta. Who knows what he did? Two weeks AWOL from the team. Did not return messages. Nobody knew where he was or what was going on. Kyrie Irving starts burning sage in arenas before games. I don't know what that's about right now. I still don't get it. Burning sage. What's he cleansing in NBA arenas? I mean, there's no fans there anyway. (laughs) Very odd. Kyrie Irving then took a few games off for his birthday. Now, he didn't say it was for his birthday. He just said, I need to take some games off for personal reasons. Okay? Then, over the weekend, first career rejection, scraps with Schroeder. Schroeder also had never been ejected. Now we come to find out it's over the N-word. And the craziest next step. This is just the last 12 months of Kyrie Irving. So, Sunday, after his tweet about the N-word, and it became clear that that's what triggered him Sunday to go off on Schroeder and get ejected. Uh, An NBA reporter says, Kyrie Irving will not play Monday. He's out for personal reasons. I, I just, I don't get it. I don't get what his deal is. I don't get why he's doing this. We're talking about one of the more talented point guards to ever play in the NBA. Talent, obviously, does not always equal wins and success, but... I can't recall anybody outside of Allen Iverson being able to finish in traffic the way Kyrie Irving has. He's incredible at that. He's a really good basketball player. You know, are there over a hundred players better than him to ever suit up in the NBA's history? I don't know. He's probably one of the top 100 players, guys. That's how good this guy is. Remember, he got drafted after playing. He got drafted first by the Cavs. He played seven games at Duke due to injury. You know. I mean, the guy, we know he's skilled. He's, but something is off. And I, again, I'm not going overboard here. I'm just using his recent history as a guide. And I'm telling you this I would not be shocked if Kyrie Irving decided to call it quits in the offseason. Say, so, you know what? I've had a good run in the NBA. I, I want a title with LeBron. Uh, I've got a lot more that I want to accomplish in my life. You know, I'm not just a basketball player. Yeah, that's one of the keys. He is only 29 years old. He turns 30 next March, but he has sold a lot of sneakers. He's got generational wealth for him and his family. I don't think he has kids. Maybe he does. I don't know. Um, Kyrie Irving has accomplished enough that he can live off everything he's done already in his career. And he's only 29. I, I just wonder how bad he wants to be a basketball player versus this whole uh, finding himself deal. You know, like it almost seems like he's going through. Um, you know, some dads go through like a midlife crisis where they'll buy like a sports car, a convertible, and try to like relive their youth when they're like, I don't know, 50, 55, uh, maybe a little earlier, I don't know, 45. And Kyrie Irving seems to be going through something in these last 12 months. Now, again, I'm not going to try to speculate as to what it is. All we can go on is what, the facts that we know. You, If you do read and plumb around on the internet, you'll see Kyrie had a rough breakup with a girl that I guess he had been with for a while. I guess she's quasi-famous. Um, and, and I don't know what that did to him, of course. Obviously, um, where he comes from, you know, his background, he's always been trying to figure out um, who he is and his his family's history. And uh, Brian Windhorst has chronicled how he went back to Native American land in the Dakotas a couple of years back and tried to kind of find out who he was. And we've covered this on the podcast. But... Think about it from this perspective right now, guys. Kyrie Irving has everything he would want or he's tried to get or he's asked for in the NBA. He got to pick the team in free agency, the Nets. He got to drag a superstar with him, Kevin Durant. Then he gets a first-year head coach. who Steve Nash has never been a head coach before. Good luck, Steve Nash, trying to, you know, corral Kyrie Irving. So he's got the run of play, basically. Then they add James Harden who's basically, I don't know, one of the five, seven best players in the NBA. What on earth is there for Kyrie Irving to be so angry and unhappy about? What could it possibly be? They got the best record in the East. Kyrie Irving having a pretty good season. I don't know if he's going to be all NBA because he's missed so many games. They are the title favorites. What is he so angry and upset about? Trying to understand these superstars is difficult, and – It's almost a fool's errand trying to decipher, why is that guy not happy? It doesn't make sense. They just added former All-Stars, Blake Griffin and LaMarcus Aldridge in the offseason. And apparently none of this is good enough for Kyrie Irving because he's taking more days off for quote-unquote personal reasons. And I have said this on social media. I've said it on my Saturday show. I've said it on this podcast. I will not be shocked if in the playoffs... Kyrie Irving just vanishes and just doesn't show up for a day or two or a game, a weekend. I don't know where he's going. I don't know what he's doing. But he is extremely unpredictable. And when you get into the postseason, that ain't what you want. Can Harden and KD get to the finals without him? It's possible. You know, Joe Harris could play a nice third banana. Um, You got Claxton, the big guy. Aldridge will probably have one game in the playoffs where he goes for 24. 24. Blake Griffin might have some moments that help them get uh, a a victory. I I think they can probably still come out of the East without Kyrie, but I don't think they're the best team in the NBA. I've had to rescind it. I know I've gone back and forth.
0: Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, The cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions.
2: Hey, it's Kevin Hart. In this basketball season, Chase Freedom Unlimited is helping me cash back all my game tickets. Plus, tickets for twenty-three of my biggest fans to cheer me on while I enjoy the game. Find your seats. I appreciate the support, people. Eat that pretzel. This'll never get old. Use more napkins. Okay, this is starting to get old. Say the tagline. Cash back like a pro with Chase Freedom Unlimited. Chase, make more of what's yours.
3: Restrictions and limitations apply. Cards are issued by JPMorgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC. $50 off now until Father's Day. Visit dot com backslash father to get $50 off the best premium cocktail maker for dad at the best price for you. Artesian, premium cocktails on demand.
4: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
5: Obviously, the Lakers are, are when they get healthy are going to be the team to beat. We know that. Denver suffered an absolutely stunning loss on Sunday. I had been riding the Denver Nuggets train um I said they were the best roster in the NBA. They were having a great game against the Celtics, leading, leading, and Boston went on a 29-3 to run in the second half of that game. And I, 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 like that's the kind of thing where it's like, wait, what? The Denver Nuggets folded in the second half against the Celtics? A very puzzling uh, Sunday afternoon in the NBA in that game. I don't understand what happened to Denver in the fourth quarter. You know, uh, whether it was Jokic struggling, um, whether it was Aaron Gordon not really getting up the shots, obviously not having Jamal Murray was a big one, but they led that almost entire game and then just totally collapsed in the fourth. So you have some concerns about Denver. You have concerns about Phoenix. um, You have concerns about the Jazz. Yes, I know the Jazz are great. Yes, I know Phoenix is great. But again, prove it in the playoffs. How long have we been saying that? So ultimately, I, I fall back on the Lakers and one thing, and, and, you know, Rob and I were really bullish. Man, the Lakers are in trouble. The schedule is brutal. How, are they, how on earth are they going to be able to pull this off? And, oh, would you look at that? The Lakers have kind of righted their ship without LeBron, without AD. And they have a couple of pretty nice wins without them. That win over Toronto was extremely solid. Uh, they, they slapped Sacramento around with ease. They were competitive against Miami. The win over Brooklyn is a stunner. Drummond looked like, okay, we've got something here. 20 and 11 for Drummond. And I'm just going to say Drummond and Anthony Davis on the front line suddenly looks extremely imposing. I don't know how much they'll play together, but that is a pretty nasty duo. And then you toss in LeBron, and now life just got easier. Kyle Kuzma is going from being like the number one or number two option to being like the third or fourth when LeBron and AD are back. And uh, Schroeder continues to improve. I mean, it, the, the funniest thing is, if you look at the Lakers, the last five games, they've had a different leading score. Drummond with 20, KCP 28, Horton Tucker 17, Harold 19, Kuzma 30. A couple games before that, it was Schroeder with 24. Like, they are, instead of cratering and worrying about them, and this is totally on me, what a brick. They have their, their second unit guys are gaining confidence. And do you know how much easier it's going to be when you have AD or LeBron with that second unit? Now, nobody's going to be, oh gosh, where are we getting the points from? Well, we've got AD, but oh yeah, guess what? I was the number one option for a month if I'm Dennis Schroeder. Horton Tucker is morphing before our eyes into a really, really good basketball player. I don't know what a ceiling is. It's a little scary how... Impressive he's been, but just to watch them in the second half, just pick apart a, a, a Brooklyn Nets team that was favored to win the championship with basically the B team. It was just I I don't know that there's been a better win this season in the NBA, and, and I'm not going to say that Brooklyn has trouble ahead, but this Kyrie Irving situation bears monitoring. It is going to be probably after you know injuries, which are obviously number one the number two subplot of the NBA playoffs. Can Kyrie Irving keep it together long enough so that the Nets can win the title? And then the question would be, what if he can't? What's going to happen if they're down 2-1 in a series? And, you know, is Kyrie going to say, listen, I need to be the guy? Or or worse yet, what if they're down 3-2 in a series? Can you imagine what that locker room's going to be like? James Harden, I've never won, guys. I need to win. Kevin Durant, I won two titles and two finals MVPs with the Warriors. I know what it takes to win. Kyrie Irving, I think I know what it takes to win. I was riding LeBron's coattails, but I did hit that big shot in game seven. I can just see this, and, uh, you know, Steve Nash, I can see him in the locker room just burying his head in his hands. Wait, what are we doing? And and again, I'm not selling the Nets off one April loss that would be idiotic to do such a thing. You never want to... Uh, overreact to one loss. And again, James Harden didn't play. But it was just the, the level of beatdown that they suffered was a stunner. So Kyrie Irving will not play tonight against Minnesota. Wednesday, massive game, nationally televised, Nets, Sixers. There is some hope Harden can be back for that one. But the schedule doesn't lighten up. They got Charlotte Friday. Charlotte's a playoff team. Miami Heat Sunday, another national TV game. Then uh, the following week, they have games against Boston, Phoenix, like the schedule for the Nets. And I've talked about this with the Lakers. The league loads up on high-profile players on star teams in April leading into the playoffs because there's no competition. There's no March Madness. There's no NFL. The Nets go through a stretch at the end of this month, spanning into May, where they play on NBA TV, and then a back-to-back on NBA TV, and then that Sunday they play on ABC, Tuesday TNT, Thursday TNT, Saturday NBA TV. They there. The, the spotlight is going to be on this team. I don't know if it's the level of a powder keg that could explode before the playoffs, but if Kyrie Irving keeps taking games and days off, at what point do the Nets have to step in and say, listen, this is unacceptable. We can't have this anymore. I don't know that we're there yet, but I feel like you have to have that conversation with Kyrie before the playoffs. You do. Like You can't have Kyrie, hey, you know, we won games one or two. I'm going to take game three off. I need I need a mental day. Like, that doesn't work. You, you can say that in November or December, and okay, fine, maybe we'll, we'll let that slide, but when the playoffs are here? But the problem is they've let him take so many days off when the playoffs come around and Kyrie says, I need a day off, do you have a leg to stand on? It's like trying to discipline your kid. You let him do it, you let him do it, you let him do it, and then you say, okay, okay, no more. Well, you let me do it for so long. And I, this Kyrie Irving situation, this is, I you know, I said it was number two after injuries. I'm, I'm trying to think if there is even a close second. And I, I don't think there is. Kyrie Irving is going to be the story. In the NBA playoffs. Now, I know the West is loaded. And, you know, there's at least five good teams. You know, if you want to toss in Dame and Luca, you're looking at seven. And the East is is not as attractive right now. But I'm kind of fascinated with this level of ineptitude from Kyrie Irving, level of maturity or lack thereof. It's stunning to me. It is stunning. I I almost wonder, you know, if the second... Biggest storyline heading into the playoffs is what happens if the Bucs fail or don't even get to the conference finals? You know, is this the summer where Giannis says, yo, you know, we tried, we added Holiday, it ain't working, I want out? We still, don't act like we haven't seen that before, guys. We've seen it before. And Giannis gets on the table and all of a sudden you have a fascinating offseason ahead where you got a two-time MVP MVP who's demanding out, and I know he signed the Supermax similarly to Deshaun Watson. Hey, Jay, Deshaun Watson signed his new contract and then like five months later said, get me the heck out of town. Are you going to bash Giannis also for doing the same thing if he asked to get out of town? Well, yes and no. Is that hedging? I, I, I hate to do that, but the reality is Giannis signed the Supermax I'm assuming in good faith that hey, we're going to do our best to improve the roster. Did they? They added, they traded for Drew Holiday. I think he's a one-time all-star. I'm not bashing Drew Holiday, he's a very nice player. Good complimentary piece. Your big 3 are now Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton and Giannis. I think the Denver Nuggets have a better big 3, <laughs> you know? And and the depth the Nuggets have after that's even better.
0: But
3: TireRack.com the way tire buying should be. Dad deserves something really nice for Father's Day. But let's face it, we usually don't do it. Big gifts are for Mother's Day.
5: and then the Sixers with Embiid and Simmons, and the Bucs are like a forgotten team. And oh yeah, the Miami Heat, who got to the finals last year, are starting to play a little better. I don't really trust the Hawks in the playoffs. I don't totally trust the Hornets. I think the Celtics are always a very dangerous team. That's a team you've got to keep an eye on. I kind of... I would, I, I, If I'm Boston, I would love to avoid the Bucs in the first round. I think you want to get that five seed play Atlanta, Charlotte, and you've got a pretty good chance. You don't want to play the Nets, obviously. And the Celtics would have problems with Embiid and Giannis. But, um, right now. Yeah. Kyrie Irving has got to be the biggest story in the NBA. And he's off again tonight for personal reasons. Um, I don't know. Nets fans. I'm sure you're concerned. I'd love to hear about it. Hit me up on social media today. After you guys listen to this and, uh, Maybe I'm overblowing things because I'm a noted Kyrie Irving basher. And you guys like to think, oh, man, Jason's going to make Kyrie his new Russell Westbrook. That's not I don't pick and choose. Um, Their actions are what spur the opinions. And I know there's a lot of Kyrie Irving fans out there. He made a decent movie. He made some cool commercials back in the day that went viral. He's an immensely talented player. But at the end of the day, his actions are just troubling to a franchise that was favored coming into the weekend to win the championship. And I don't know if that's going to be the case after that beatdown at the hands of the Lakers. So uh, this is going to do it for the Monday pod. Back tomorrow. Good guest talking NFL. We'll talk to you then.
0: Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions.
2: Kevin Hart here. This basketball season, Chase Freedom Unlimited is helping me cash back on everything, even the sound system that auto-tunes the game. Curry from way... Will the owner of a red sedan please visit guest services? Bet you've never heard cash back and sound like that. Cash back like a pro with Chase Freedom Unlimited. Chase make more of what's yours.
3: Restrictions and limitations apply. Cards are issued by JPMorgan Chase Bank and a
4: member FDIC. You wouldn't expect to hear that we're America's third best city for beer like this one, or home to vibes like this and this. It might surprise you that we're top 10 for immersive art, that's like. Whoa. And, hmm. not to mention, we have one of the top zoos in the country. So can a city with the country's best pro soccer team, ranking as a top culinary destination in the world, be in your own backyard? Yes, Columbus. Plan your summer at experiencecolumbus.com slash summer. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, save on select steel battery tools. Right now, save $50 on the FSA57 battery trimmer set. Real steel. Find yours at steeldealers.com. With AK-10 battery and AL-101 charger, offer valid for limited time only while supplies last. See participating dealer for details.
3: An October morning in a quiet suburb in a town in Scotland, a man is walking his dog when suddenly...